Shabbat Shalom, my brothers and sisters in the faith. Good day to all of you, wherever you may be at this moment. And praises be for loving Yahuwah, Abba, and His Son, Yahusha, for allowing us to gather today on this special day that we are able to worship and honor His <clears throat> most holy name. My beloved brethren, loving Yahusha, as we have learned from our previous worship services, is indeed a very vital role in our parts as Christians or as followers, true followers of our King. The more we know of Him, the more our love should grow. For there is no other person who sacrificed more than us than that of our Lord Yahusha. My beloved brethren, we ought to know by now that only through our King Yahusha Hamashiach can we find salvation and redemption of our sins. We were purchased by his own blood to be made right to our almighty God, Yahuwah. So again, I say to you, my brothers and sisters in the faith, as we begin our lesson today, loving, loving our Lord and King Yahusha should always and must be a part of our lives, especially as members of his assembly. But also, we know as important to have faith and love for Yahusha, we must also show it by our actions and our deeds. So, beloved brethren, how then? How then can we show our love for our King, Yahusha? We will begin our studies today by reading the book of 1 John chapter 5, verse 1 to 3. Whoever believes that Yahusha is the Christ is born of God, and everyone who loves him, who begot, also loves him who is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. So how can we show our love for our king, beloved brethren? When we, when we love Yahuwah and the children of God. So first and foremost, we must love who, beloved brethren? Yahuwah, our God. So everyone who loves the father loves his child as well. And verse 2 says, By this we know that we love the children of who? Our almighty God. When we love God and keep his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome. Now why? Why did it say that, do you think, my beloved brothers and sisters? I'll give you an example, beloved, my, my beloved brothers and sisters. For example, now, now that we have come to the knowledge of the truth about Sabbath, which we are doing, cele uh, celebrating right now in our worship service, now we know why most can't follow it. Because why? It's burdensome to them. Imagine this, beloved brethren. It's one of the Ten Commandments of God written by the finger of God. And it's not important. They make excuses like, oh, it only pertains to God during the time of Moses. When Christ came, he abolished it. Beloved brethren, how can that be when Yahusha says, I, I am the Lord of the Sabbath. And he is our king. Who should we believe, my beloved brothers and sisters? So when we follow the teachings and commands of our Lord, Yahusha, not only do we show our obedience to our king, but most of all, we show our love for who? Yahuwah, our God. 
for whose teachings and commands is our Lord Yahushua teaching us? Isn't it his father's teachings and commands? Absolutely, beloved brothers and sisters. But what kind of love then must we give to Yahuwah and our king, Yahusha? Here in the book of Revelation, chapter 2, verse 3 to 4. You are patient. You have suffered for my sake. And you have not given up. But this is what I have against you. You do not love me now as you did at first. Beloved brethren, what kind of love must we give to Yahuwah and our King Yahusha? Love. Love that should never be weakened, brothers and sisters. But love that grows stronger and stronger every day in our life. So here, as we have learned in our Bible history project, Yahusha is speaking to the assembly in Ephesus. What did Yahusha have against the brethren in Ephesus? And what was his concern? He says, you do not love me now as you did at first. My brothers and sisters in the faith, this should never be found in us now as members of the assembly of Yahusha. We are so fortunate, beloved brethren, that Yahuwah chose us to be among his remnants, very small remnants in these last days. Praise be to our loving Yahuwah and Yahusha, for they had opened our eyes. And we learned the true meaning of Yahuwah's last commands taught to us by our king. So now that we are the true children of Yahuwah and the true followers of his son, our king, Yahusha, how then do we show our love? And we have learned this before in our past previous lesson. By taking care of the disciples of Yahusha. How? By helping each other. Me and you, beloved brothers and sisters. I don't know about you, beloved brethren, but as true followers of our King Yahusha, there shouldn't be any quarreling or ill feelings amongst us. For how? How can we show our help with each other or concern for one another when we have ill feelings for one another? It's impossible. That's why we must be willing to sacrifice. Sacrifice, beloved brethren, whatever it takes for our King Yahusha, if we truly love him. And what can we notice about love? It's all about action or about service. Now, what is an important part of loving Yahuwah and Yahusha? Here, the book of Mark, chapter 12, verse is 30. Love Yahuwah your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. This was the reply of our Lord Yahusha when he was asked a question by one of the teachers of the law. And the question was, of all the commandments, they asked of him, which is the most important? And he mentioned one of the greatest commandments of all. And the verse says, love Yahuwah your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and with all your strength. What is an important part of loving Yahuwah and Yahusha, beloved brethren? Loving them with all our strength. How do we show our strength? It is through our service and our good works in his name. This is love in action, brothers and sisters. But what is a very important part in loving Yahuwah? 
we must also do it with all our heart, soul, and mind. This is expressed by our devotion and expressing affection for Yahuwah and Yahusha. My brothers and sisters, there are two major expressions of love. And I will mention to you, to them. Number one is service of love. Number two is a devotion of love. Now, how or what is the difference between the service of love and the devotion of love illustrated here in the book of Luke, chapter 10, verse 38 to 40. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Yahusha's feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. Now, what we read here, beloved brethren, are about two servants of Yahusha, two sisters. One was Mary and one was Martha. How did Martha express her love? Through her service by preparing a big dinner meal to Yahusha and his disciples. On the other hand, what about her sister, Mary? How did he express her love? She sat at Yahusha's feet and listened to his word. What Mary was doing was expressing affection and devotion. She was immersing herself in the love of our king by listening to his words and teachings. Now, on the other hand, Martha was also expressing her love, affection to Yahusha by busying herself, maybe in cooking, preparing the room, dinner table, and the food. She was expressing her love for Yahusha by her service. So she got mad at her sister, Mary, because she is working hard. And all Mary was doing was listening to Yahusha's word at his feet. So Martha was upset at her sister at this point. And approached our Lord and our King Yahusha and says, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. And what did Martha demand? from the Lord, that Mary to help her. Now, what did our king then say? What did our king Yahushua say then to Martha? What was the reply here in, in the book of Luke, chapter 10, verse 41, 42. But the Lord said to her, my dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There's only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it and it will not be taken away from her. What was the reply of our King Yahusha to Martha? For her not to be worried and upset. What did Yahusha want Martha to learn here, beloved brethren? What her sister Mary had discovered. And what is that? The joy, the joy of being at the feet of Yahusha. In other words, Mary discovered the love for Yahusha at his feet. My brothers and sisters, being at the feet of Yahusha is where we are the closest to him and where our prayers will be answered. Now, here is my question to you, my beloved brethren. Right here, right now in our lifetime, can we also be at Yahusha's feet? What do you think, beloved brethren? 
100%, absolutely. As a matter of fact, my beloved brethren, even closer. That is why I implore to you now, beloved brethren, starting today, if you have not yet have taken the time of the day, take a few minutes of your time. I know we're all busy, beloved brethren. Why not take at least five, 10 minutes, beloved brethren, to approach our Lord Yahusha. Let him speak to us. Let us approach him, be at his feet. Beloved brethren, do not let a day, a day go by and not feeling Yahusha in our hearts and in our minds. Ponder upon his teachings and his commands, beloved brethren. That is the gift. We have this right, beloved brethren. Do not take it for granted. Beloved brethren, never forget that we are connected to Yahusha more than you know. Or else, but all it starts from us by letting Lahusha live in us. How? That was, what, what, that was what Mary discovered and Martha didn't, beloved brethren. Our king says, I am the vine. You are the branches. That's how we are connected. We are close to him, beloved brethren. Mary discovered it. Let us also do the same, beloved brethren. We must become more and more like Yahusha. Do not be concerned or worried about the details or material things of this life. Isn't it our King Yahusha is more than that, beloved brethren? Yes, we need these material things in our life. But Yahuwah, through our King Yahusha, is more, beloved brethren. Yes, we need these. But the thing in this life will soon perish, beloved brethren. But the words of Yahuwah and Yahusha will be forever. And once we have them, have received them in our hearts, in our minds, Yahusha says, it will never be taken away from us. My beloved brethren, brothers and sisters in the faith, we have just finished studying about the seven assemblies in our Bible history project. And I hope all of us were listening because Yahusha explain in details how to be more like him and how to show our love for him and Yahuwah. It is time, beloved brethren. It is time now to act and let Yahusha live in us. And it begins with us. Let us love one another, beloved brethren. Love one another and let us help carry each other burdens. We, we, my beloved brothers and sisters, are the body of Yahusha. Let us work together so that we may show to our king that we truly love him. That is my part of the lesson, beloved brethren. Our lesson will now be continued. Thank you. Shabbat Shalom, brothers and sisters in the faith. Today we're talking about loving our king, Yahushua. And also loving, of course, our creator, Yahuwah Elohim, Yahuwah Abba. When it comes to serving or when it comes to work, uh, loving our King Yahushua, we can say it is manifested in two ways. Number one, it is by service or doing good works in the name of Yahushua. And number two is by expressing affection. And so we devote our hearts to our King Yahushua. Sometimes in the work that we do, when we go out there in service in the name of Yahushua, we tend to forget our king. We don't place him in our mind. We don't place him in our heart. 
And so the details of our services sometimes overwhelm the purpose of why we do things in the first place. This is why it is important for us to take time to really nurture the devotional aspect of our services to our King Yahusha, because devotion is expressed by affection. When we enjoy being with our King Yahusha, when we enjoy spending time with him, and the more we do so, the more we are nourished in our love and strength. This is why when we think about the difference between Mary and Martha, we think about the process of internalizing Yahusha in our hearts, this is devotion, so that we can externalize him by means of our services outwardly towards our fellow men and towards our king, Yahusha. And so when we look at Mary, when she spends the time at the feet of Yahusha, she is expressing affection towards him. She is internalizing Yahusha in her heart. And this is what we need so that we can become better versions of Martha. You see, the more time we spend at the feet of our King Yahusha, in loving devotion and affection towards him, the more we are able to serve in a powerful way in the name of our King Yahusha. But the question is, how can we develop that affection? Because affection must not be artificial. Affection must be sincere. Do we really sincerely have affection for our King and Mashiach Yahusha? How can we develop such affection? Well, let's find out a good example of one who truly expressed deep affection for Mashiach. In the book of Luke 7:36 to 38, one of the Pharisees asked Yahusha to have dinner with him. So Yahusha went to his home and sat down to eat. When a certain immoral woman from the city heard he was eating there, she brought a beautiful alabaster jar filled with expensive perfume. Then she knelt behind him at his feet, weeping. Her tears fell on his feet, and she wiped them off with her hair. Then she kept kissing his feet and putting perfume on them. It was a good example of one who expressed deep affection towards Yahusha, our king, this immoral woman. When she found out Simon, who is a Pharisee, would have Yahusha come over his house, this woman basically invited herself because she was not invited. Why? She was an immoral woman, but she went anyways. And when she went into the house, what did she do? The Bible, Bible says she brought a beautiful alabaster jar filled with expensive perfume. And what did she do with that expensive perfume? She used the expensive perfume to wipe, to, to pour on the feet of our King Yahusha. Not only that, he was, she was weeping when she was before the presence of our King. These are called tears of joy. Because when she was at the feet of our King Yahusha, she was moved with so much affection. She began to cry tears and the tears basically went towards the feet of our King Yahusha. And she kept kissing his feet and putting perfume on them. So for certain, a good example of one who showed and expressed affection was this immoral woman. But while this was taking place, what was the thinking of Simon the Pharisee? Let's read the book of Luke 7, 39 to 40. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, if this man 
were a prophet, he would know what kind of woman is touching him. She's a sinner. Then Yahusha answered his thoughts. Simon, he said to the Pharisee, I have something to say to you. Go ahead, teacher, Simon replied. And so when Simon the Pharisee, the owner of the house, when he saw this was happening, this immoral woman touching our King Yahusha's feet, what was he thinking? What did he say? Bible says, Simon thought, what kind of, if Yahusha is really a prophet, why would he allow this kind of woman who is a sinner to touch him? And so we can see that this woman who was immoral, she was an outcast of society. There was a stigma against her. Nobody wanted to be with her. And so when she was touching Yahusha and Yahusha was allowing him to touch him, Simon began to think, why is he allowing this certain woman to touch him? And so this was in the, the mind of Simon the Pharisee. And so Yahusha had something to say to Simon. What was that? Let's read the book of Luke 7, 41 to 43. There were two men who owed money to a money lender. Yahusha began. One owed him 500 silver coins and the other owed him 50. Neither of them could pay him back. So he canceled the debts of both. Which one then will love him more? I suppose, answered Simon, that it would be the one who was forgiven more. You were right, said Yahushua. And so when Simon the Pharisee began to think and question what Yahushua was doing with the immoral sinner, the woman, Yahushua taught an example about two men who owed money. How much did one of the men owe? He owed 500 silver coins. That was quite a bit of money. The other one only owed 50 silver coins. And then what happened? The Bible says that the one who was owed money to decided to cancel all the debts. And the question our King Yahushua asked is, which one will love him more? And Simon the Pharisee said, the one who was forgiven more. And so this was the correct answer, said Yahushua. And after Simon the Pharisee gave that answer, what was the conclusion of our King Yahushua? In the book of Luke 7, 44 to 47, then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, do you see this woman? I came into your home and you gave me no water for my feet. But she was, but he, she has washed my feet with her tears and dried them with her hair. You did not welcome me with a kiss, but she has not stopped kissing my feet since I came. You provided no olive oil for my head, but she has covered my feet with perfume. I tell you then, the great love, the great love she has shown proves that her sins have been forgiven. But whoever has been forgiven little shows only a little love. What was the conclusion of our King Yahusha? What did he say to Simon Peter concerning the power of love? Yahusha spoke and said to him, this woman is able to show great love because she is aware and she felt the power of forgiveness. This is why brothers and sisters, for us to sincerely develop a true affection for our King Yahushua. We need to be aware 
of who we were before Yahusha and who we are now because of our King Yahusha. Do you know what our condition was before our King Yahusha? Before we were condemned to suffer eternal damnation. Before we were supposed to die the second death in the lake of fire. And there's nothing we can do about that. There's no work we can do to outdo that. But then Yahusha, he came and he chose to love us anyways. He came and he died on the cross for our sake. And so our sins were forgiven. And so brothers and sisters, we need to remember what Yahusha, our king did. He has given us forgiveness and those who have been forgiven much, they are able to love greatly. Not only must we remember that we are forgiven of our sins, but something even more important that we must remember. What is that? What it costs our king Yahusha for our sins to be forgiven? Because it costs him his life. Not only did he have to die on the cross, he endured what it must have been like. He endured the horror of becoming sin for our sake. And so because of this, we are able to worship Yahuwah Abba and we have been set free from the bondage of sin and death. Do you know why Yahusha was able to do that for us? It's because of his love. Apostle Paul, when he spoke about the love of our King Yahusha sacrificing himself, do you know what Greek word he used? He used the Greek word agape. There are several Greek words that mean love in English. One is agape. It is the highest form of love. It is the willingness to give up all things, including one's comfort and one's life for the sake of the one he loves. Yahusha, because of his agape love for us, he took the cross that we might be forgiven of our sins. And so we need to always have this in our minds. We need to be aware of his great sacrifice that we can be moved to show affection for our king, Yahushua. But there's something else, brethren. You see, there's a reason why Yahushua wants us to show affection and to be close to him. What is that? Why is it so important for us to practice true affection when it comes to serving our king, Yahushua? Let's read the final passage of our studies today in the book of Colossians 2, 6-7. Since you have accepted Christ, Yahushua, as Lord, Live in union with him. Keep your roots deep in him. Build your lives on him and become stronger in your faith as you were taught and be filled with thanksgiving. How else can we truly benefit from being close, showing affection to our King Yahushua? Bible says when we express our devotion, when we spend time at the feet of our King Yahushua, we keep our roots deep in him. This is the internalization of Yahushua in our hearts. What is the result? We're able to build our lives on him. This is the externalization of Yahushua being in our heart, being evident that we might become lights of the world. But for this to take place, Brothers and sisters, we need to spend time with our King, Yahushua. 
This is why if you notice, Apostle Paul says, live in union with him. Apostle Paul did not say, be baptized in union with him. We're already baptized in union with him. But for those who were baptized in union with him, it's now time for us to live in union with him. How can we do that? Did you know when our King Yahusha is in heaven, he's watching over the assembly. He's watching over his sheep because he loves them so much. Remember the Greek word for love that Yahusha expressed when he sacrificed himself. It's agape, the highest form of love. He sacrificed himself for his sheep. And now in heaven, after the great sacrifice, that he has expressed his love for us. He doesn't stop loving. That's why in the book of Revelation, when he was speaking to the assemblies, there's another form of love that he wants to express. It's called philo. That's another Greek word, philo. We have agape. We now have philo. What is philo? Philo is spending time with the one that you love. You see, Yahusha, did not just sacrifice himself and then forgot all about us. No, every moment of every day, guess who's thinking about you? Guess who's thinking about us? Yahushua, our king. This is Philo. He wants to be our friend. He wants to have fellowship with us because he knows when we fellowship with our king, when we feel his presence, when we feel the affection of our King Yahusha, like Martha, like Mary, we can become better versions of ourselves. This is what he wants to do. Haven't you noticed the final exhortation of Yahusha to the seven assemblies? What was the final exhortation of our King Yahusha? He's saying, I knock, and he's waiting for us to open the door because he wants to spend the greatest part of our day just being with us. And that's really the key, brothers and sisters, when it comes to practicing true love, is when we can enjoy the presence of our King, when we let Him in our life and let Him remain in fellowship with us, live in union with Him. And when we live in union with Him, we can build our lives around Him in true love and in thanksgiving. Let us stand, brethren, and we shall pray together. Everlasting Father, your people are here. We offer you praise and thanks. Father, our words that we use to praise you, whether be in hymn singing, in personal prayers, and in congregational prayers, it is from our hearts because we remember who we were before your act of love and who we are now because of your love yahuwah abba because of what you did though we were undeserving proving the power of agape love you made us worthy you made us yours by giving up something precious to you your only beloved son and so this inspires us we know somehow, some way, you love us. Even when we are unloving, 
even when we have been abandoned, even when we go through experiences of shame and guilt, you do not give up on us. You love us that much. How we wish every day we will remember that. And so what we will do is every day we will remember and be thankful for what you have done. Because Father, if you chose not to do this, we would not be here today. Yahushua, our Mashiach, how we long to see you. How we long to embrace you. We want to spend our time at your feet just to be in your presence. Because when we feel you in our hearts, we grow deep roots into you. We find strength and joy. Joy amidst the pain, joy amidst the trials can only be explained by your power in us. It's what we need. Loving Mashiach, when we take the time to spend moments with you, please do not reject any of us. We will approach you. We will express affection to you. May you allow us to feel your presence, that we may find joy in you, that we may continue to serve you, to worship the Father. Father, thank you so much for bestowing to your people everything that we need. The finish line is at hand. We can see the completion of our journey. Help us to endure, loving Abba. Help us to overcome pain and suffering. May you heal your people who may be sick, those who may be in the hospitals. May you quickly heal and restore them, those who are enduring poverty. Help us to find your provision. May you bless the livelihoods of your people and help us to abound in faith and in love. Father, thank you so much for listening to our prayers today. Remember the people we love, our parents and our children, our siblings. Remember each one of us. May we be included in the harvest for eternal life. We believe, Father, that you have listened to our prayers. We ask and beg everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen. unfailing love and tender mercies overshadow us the memory and peace of Yahushua HaMashiach strengthen us and the constant companionship of the Ruach Kadash be with all of us now and forever Amen